Welcome into another edition of the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. I'm your host, DP Sidhu, and these podcasts are coming fast and furious during training camp as we catch up with players every single day off the field. And while training camp practices have officially wrapped for the Texans after Thursday night's scrimmage at NRG Stadium, we'll still have the interviews coming because the Deep Slant by Xfinity continues throughout the season and through the rest of camp. It's camp to everyone else, but inside the building, it's a regular season mode has begun as the Texans prepare to kick off against Kansas City on September 10th at Arrowhead Stadium. So this week's podcast, a big one. We've got Duke Johnson running back, who uh, will play alongside David Johnson, the two Johnsons, um, creating quite a stir in training camp already as people have been excited to see what... Uh, the offense will look like with both of them in the backfield. Will it be one? Will it be both? Will it be all of the above? Will they be running? Will they be receiving? And I asked John Harris this one day, and he said the answer to all of your questions is yes. So um, I kind of like that. I like that the possibilities are endless with both of them. So we're going to get into that with Duke and talk about uh, what he foresees for 2020 and how camp has been for him so far. And then we catch up with a second year right tackle Titus Howard. He was highly touted coming out of the draft last year, the Texans' first-round draft pick. Moved around quite a bit of spots in training camp before he settled in, uh, eventually once the season started, at right tackle. And here he returns now in year two, uh, a little bit older, a little bit wiser. He's had a lot of changes this offseason in his personal life as well, so we'll get into all that. But first... Hey, you can intercept threats to your Wi-Fi network with Xfinity XFi Advanced Security. Stream the Texans all season long on every in-home device. If it's connected, you're protected. This is beyond Wi-Fi. This is XFi. Xfinity, proud partner of the Houston Texans, proud partner of the Deep Slant Podcast. So let's not waste any time. Duke Johnson arrived here August of 2019 as camp had already begun and gone and gotten underway. And for all intents and purposes, it looks like he had been adapting just fine uh, to the Texans' offense. But uh, when I started talking to him about when he really felt like he saw the big picture, because he says, hey, I don't want to just know what I'm doing. I want to see the big picture. You'll be surprised at what he said. So let's get right into it. It's Duke Johnson on the Deep Slant Podcast, presented by Xfinity. Duke Johnson, fresh off the practice field. Duke, how's it going today? You're six for you. What has camp been like? Today was good. We had a great day uh, when I executed flew around, have fun. It wasn't as hot, so that's always a plus. Year six, this training camp is definitely different from any other camp I've experienced, but I love it. A little over a year ago, August 8th, you get signed by the Texans. You just get thrown into the mix. So one year later, how different, the COVID stuff aside, but how different is camp for you now that you've been in this offense for a year and and now you sort of know everybody and you know your way around the building. Yeah, it's a lot easier. Uh, I feel like I've been here for a while now. I feel like I've been here more than a year. Uh, just getting reacclimated to training camp. Last year, during training camp, I didn't practice with them, but I was here. So, you know, just getting out there, knowing the plays, flying around, and just enjoying it. Where do you feel like you've gotten the most comfortable? You had such a great season last year. You set um, a career high in rushing in 2019. Obviously, you put up some big numbers in the receiving game as well. As the year went on, when did you really start to feel like things were clicking for you? And, and what was sort of the biggest challenge in getting acclimated to a, to a new team? I think the first game, the first game was one of, not my worst games, but one of the games that I realized that I had to, you know, get acclimated quick and try to get my feet underneath me and try to figure everything out. And in all honesty, I didn't really have everything probably until we was going until maybe week 15-ish, week 14-ish. 
to where I can say, you know what, I got enough to where I can feel comfortable to fly around and do, you know, what I want. And and when I say what I want, it's kind of for me is knowing everything. I'm not a guy that just want to know what I have. I want to know the big picture so I can understand the concepts and things that sort. So it took me almost a full year to really grasp everything. Well, you did a lot of nice things in the playoffs. That Buffalo game, you came up big. And that was actually your first postseason appearance in five years in the NFL. How do you hope to build on sort of how you ended the season this year? What what can you do better? Where, what do you want to get better at this year in 2020? Uh, just keep stacking good plays on top of uh, each other. Uh, take it one play at a time for me. Uh, in any given moment, whenever my, my number is called, my thing is always to make that play. Uh, I can't really soak and get upset about the lack of touches or the things that I don't do. Uh, I just have to execute my numbers call because when you execute your numbers call, you get more opportunity. So I think I did that in the Buffalo game. I did as best as I can in the Kansas City game. And I'm just going to keep going and keep pushing and making my plays. Well, you've got a big uh, sidekick now, I guess, uh, a tandem duo, the Johnson and Johnson duo, David Johnson. I'm, I know you've been asked about him a lot, but I want to hear from you. What have you seen so far from him in camp? I know that you followed each other's careers since you came out the same year. But now that he's actually on the field with you, what have your first impressions been so far of him and what the two of you can do together? I think the biggest thing for me is the, the way he's picking up what they're asking him to do. Uh, you know, just trying to do a lot of different things with him. And he's he's picking it up. He's he's studying. He's on top of everything. We come in every morning and quiz each other. All the running backs just talk to everything to make sure you know what we're doing. But I think that's the biggest thing because he can do a lot. Uh, he can run the ball. He can catch the ball. And he's showing the coaches and he's showing the players that, you know, his first year been around that, you know, he, he's ready for the challenge. He's ready for whatever coaches throw at him. Uh, he'll be prepared. You two are so similar in the sense that you're both running backs and you're receiving backs. Have you ever been in a situation like that where it's two of you with such similar skill sets but so diverse at the same time? Kind of, sort of. Uh, my last year in Cleveland, I was with a running back, uh, Dontrell Hitler. Uh, he was similar. Me, he was kind of the same, kind of the same back. Uh, probably not as much in the running category as David is, uh, but he can catch the ball and run routes as well as Raheem Mostert that's out in San Fran. Uh, he was another guy that was kind of, again, similar. We both can run and catch the ball very well, but again, I don't think any guy that I play with can run it and catch it the way David can. I think uh, a big factor in the run game, obviously, is going to be the offensive line. And everyone's talking about how different they look because they are the same returning five from last year. And you were sort of here to sort of see the beginning of this starting five come together and now them returning. So in your eyes, what's been the biggest difference and, and how much have you seen that chemistry grow over the last year? This is definitely chemistry. The chemistry and the communication, I think, for the offensive line, the thing that was kind of tough last year was, was LT came in late, Titus uh, was moved from one position to another. He was dealing with injuries. Uh, we just trying to keep, keep everyone healthy as well as, you know, keep keep them communicating the way they are. They communicate at a high level. They trust each other. They know what's going on. Uh, D4 and Nick kind of runs it, and the rest of them follows. They follow whatever the point is, whatever lead is, but they always try to be on the same accord because if we're all doing the same thing, we're never wrong. All right, so you mentioned thing is the communication. Oh, you mentioned D4. So Deshaun, uh, going from year three to year four, you've seen him sort of develop and grow as well. How good is your chemistry with him now? Because I know you had to sort of get used to him in a hurry 
Now that you've been here with him, what have you seen from him so far and how comfortable are you with him out there on the field? I'm definitely getting comfortable. We still work a lot of different scenarios, different situations, because again, the coaches are asking me and David to do a lot of different things. And some of, some of uh, the same things we did last year, we know last year uh, was different because I came in and you had to build that trust. It's hard to build trust with someone when, when you're in the season, you're trying to win. Like you're not trying to figure out if you can do what or how you can do it. And I think training camp is a perfect time, you know, to figure out who's what and how you're going to run it and how you're going to do things. And in the season, you have small adjustments. You go and you change from uh, here and there. But I think me and D4 chemistry is, is good. We're still working and we're still pushing every day. All right. I think the one most underrated storyline about you that people just don't talk enough about is your durability. Uh, five seasons in the league. You've played in all 80 games. Um, not to jinx anything, but I guess I just want to ask you what's been the key to your success and staying healthy and being durable. Who did you watch coming up in the league and, and what sort of tips do you have to offer some rookies? So to be honest, uh, I, I don't really have tips. I, I just try to listen to my body. I think the main thing I can say is I'm just blessed because I'm not one of those guys that, you know, dry needle in, you know, cold tubs every day and, you I'm just not that guy. I try to listen to my body when I feel something, just try to take care of it, you know, slow down, do things. Just, I really don't know how I made it five years, no injuries, but I definitely can tell you I'm blessed. It's, it's definitely a blessing to be uh, injury-free through five years. And well, it's always a blessing to catch up with you, my friend, Duke Johnson. Always a pleasure. Have a great season in 2020. It's been the Deep Slant one-on-one -on -one presented by Xfinity with Duke Johnson. Duke, thanks. Thank you. Always great to catch up with Duke. He nicknamed himself the Grinch because he's got a huge tattoo of the Grinch on his leg. This is something that we discovered very coincidentally while we were shooting Brennan Scarlett's B-Scar TV or AKA player reporter. And we asked who the Grinch in the locker room was and Brennan asked Duke and none of us expected that he would say himself. And then he would also have the Grinch, a humongous Grinch tattoo on his leg. So uh, it was pretty funny uh, because that's the last thing I expected from him. But he's anything but the Grinch. He's always jolly, a lot of fun to catch up with. All right, let's switch gears. Let's talk to another player who's in his second year with the Texans. But he's in his second year of the NFL period. It's Titus Howard. He's a starting right tackle. He has made a huge leap from year one to year two, according to, to Bill O'Brien and to any of the coaches that you ask, really, about Titus Howard or his teammates. And a few weeks ago, I caught up with Nick Martin. He said Titus was the funniest guy in the room so I definitely had to ask Titus about that so let's get into that it's Titus Howard on the Deep Slant podcast presented by Xfinity. In training camp year two when you think about where you were this time last year what do you remember most? I remember you know trying to learn as much as I can being worried about being hot because I was getting used to the Houston weather uh, there was a lot of stuff going through my mind at the time because I was trying to catch up with all the other guys and then between that and this year, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm settled in. Uh, I feel like I knew a lot more, so I'm more patient. Uh, I feel like I'm at home, so I feel pretty good going to year two. Do you and Max Sharping ever sit back and just talk about your rookie season? I mean, you guys were just sort of thrown into the mix, and you both end up being starters on this offensive line. But did you have a sort of welcome to the NFL moment last year that you sort of look back and think, yeah, we're definitely playing in the NFL now? Yeah, uh, we talk. We, we actually talk about our rookie season a lot because we. I mean, we had a lot of good moments and uh, last season, a lot of fun. You know, I welcome to the uh, NFL moments. Was I? I ain't no starting a game before he did, and 
that next week after that, they moved me to tackle, and he, you know, replacing me at guard. And, like, we looked at each other and was like, yeah, we got to, you know, we ready. It's, it's our time to take over, you know, to help this offensive line be the best it can be. And, you know, going looking back from that, you know, we made progress last year, and we're only looking to get better this year. Yeah, everyone's talking about the chemistry that that O-line has had because the starting five of you are returning back for a second year, something we haven't seen here with the Texans uh, for quite some time. When you, when you think about the chemistry that you've developed, I know Deshaun Watson said that this O-line unit just sort of moves as a group. You guys are so in sync both on and off the field. What's been the key to developing that chemistry to the point where you guys are moving so much in sync right now? I, just, I think it starts with the leaders that we, got, we have. And uh, Nick, you know, Laramie and Zach, you know, those guys, you know, look, you know, they look always look to help me and Max when we out there. They talk a lot. You know, so those guys have been great vets for, you know, us guys who come into our second year. And by us, you know, getting been, being here for the second year and all us coming back, you know, that chemistry between us, you know, it's, it's natural now, you know. So we can only, you know, improve on what we started last year. And I feel like we have something special coming. Well, you've had a busy offseason yourself. A lot's changed for you since last year. Uh, you went through rehab for your injury. You got married. You've got a baby on the way. So let's let's start with that. Let's start with your off season. First of all, how are you feeling? How did the rehab go? What were those early days and weeks and months of the off season like for you? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good now. You know, I've been consistently, you know, still going in the training room trying to, you know, help myself prevent from having future injuries. But uh, the off season was a grind. You know, waking up uh, every day. You know, everybody else can do whatever they want to do in the off season, but I had to come in every day and work because I know I had to get back on the field versus, you know, getting ready for my win, had to go, you know, help my wife plan, you know, stuff like that. And then uh, we have the win. Uh, then after the win, we ended up going on a honeymoon, went to Bali, stayed in Bali for two weeks, uh, find out she was, you know, pregnant, we having a baby. So we had to prepare for that. Also had to get back in shape, you know, play to get ready to play football. And I was still rehabbing at the time. and. So I just had, you know, just tone in the things that really mattered to me and which that was my family and football. So I had to balance those two. And, you know, it ended up, you know, being good for me. I feel good now. I'm ready to play. And uh, I'm just excited about this, this year coming up. Yeah, and in the middle of all of it, there was a, a pandemic going on too. So now right. you're back. The COVID-19, I know a lot has changed. And a lot of players have talked about what sort of went into the decision to come back. How do you feel about all the measures that are in place? I know you've got a pregnant wife at home, a baby on the way. What was that decision like for you and, and what sort of has gone into your, your mindset with everything going on surrounding the pandemic? Yeah, uh, yeah. It was, it, I mean, a lot of people don't understand. It was really hard to prepare for this season, you know, with all the COVID, you know, 19 stuff going because, like, all gyms was closing down. Then no one know how to, you know, react to it. It just came out of nowhere. So um, I think this season can be a testament to uh, how hard all the players have worked this you know, this offseason, this preseason, you know, to get ready for the season. And for me, the decision, I mean, it wasn't really too much. It wasn't really hard for me because me and my wife, you know, we had been talking about it the whole time. And by us communicating, she knowing my love for football and my love for my family, uh, it was easy for us to make that decision, knowing that the Texans had made all the, the, the stuff they did to make the, the building safe because I was in here every day. So I was seeing all the change going on how it was, you know, making the building, you know, better for us, you know, be able to quarantine, not quarantine, but stay socially distanced from each other and stay clean. 
So after me and her seeing all that stuff, I felt comfortable coming in every day. So the decision to me come play football was easy because my teammates were like my family too. And I didn't want to let them down by sitting out. And, and you have such a big challenge coming up in week one, playing at Kansas City. You're a little bit familiar with this team. You played there last year, obviously not in the playoffs. You were already on injured reserve, but you've prepared for this team before. So, you know, what is that like facing a team that you've seen before? Does it make it a little bit easier? They are the Super Bowl defending champs, so it is a big challenge. But what sort of advice can you give maybe some of the younger guys on the team that haven't had the, the luxury of a preseason game or, or seeing some of the NFL action yet? Probably the biggest thing is, I mean, study your opponents because every game is not the same. Every outcome is not the same. We beat Kansas City early on in the season, played them later in the playoffs, 0-24-0. Uh, and I'm losing that game. So the game is never over when you think it is with the type of players that's in this league. And my biggest thing is now is uh, to study more, study the team, study the players I'm going against, try to learn as much as I can. So when I'm out there on the field and I see just the slightest thing, I, I already know what I can do to counter that, you know. So that's my biggest point is like jumping from, you know, a rookie to a second year player is just studying film. And um, so each and every day after practice, I stay with LT and a couple other guys, and we, um, we watch Jesha Fans, you know, just to help me, you know, tune in to, like, what can make me a better player this year. Yeah, and you were named to the All uh, Pro Football Writers of America All-Rookie Team last year. So heading into year two, is that really what you want to get better at is, is um, just your preparation of the game? I know you've talked about pass protection as well and, and run blocking. There's so much that you, you're asked to do on the field, but is there any one particular area that you, you really want to get better at or, or something that you – felt that you did well last year that you could build upon? Yeah, um, I feel like I did pretty good in the run. I feel like I did uh, okay in the pass protection, but I feel like I want to get better in all of them. I want to become a complete player that uh, you can – I can pass, protect all day, run the ball behind me. Uh, I want to be able to do it all, and I just – I'm not, you know, I, I don't want to just be, you know, an average player. I want to be one of the best. So my goal is to, you know – work on my pass and work on my run and also study uh, more. Uh, just, you know, be a, you know, a student of the game. I just want to become one of the best, you know, tackles it is to play. So that's my goal. And that's what I'm shooting for this season to be one of the best and help my team be the best team we can be. Well, I asked your teammate, Nick Martin, to do a word association with me. And when we got to your name, he said that uh, the word that came to his mind was funny, that you were the funniest guy on the O-line. So, you know, now I got to play this game with you because I got to know what you're going to say about your teammates. So let's do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a teammate's name and you got to give me one word, the first word that comes to your mind when you hear their name, okay? Okay. Ready? It's going to be your O-line, so it should be easy. You know them. Uh, Laramie Tunsil. Chill. Max Sharping. Robot. <laughs> So Nick said Dwight Schrute. Is that similar? He's just yeah. He's like Max is one of those like most the smartest guys I know. So I like he's smart like a like a oh, robot. smart like a robot. Okay, I got you. All right, Nick Martin. Uh, Nick Martin is Nick Martin. <laughs> I don't even know what to say for Nick. Like Nick is such a you know uh, a happy guy all the time. He he called himself simple, but I agree with you. He is a happy guy. Uh, Zach. They ask the granddad of the group. Mm, yeah, veteran guy, granddad. Okay, and last but not least, Titus. I would say I'm the funny guy of the group. <laughs> you I, would I, agree I, with I, it. I get the laughs going. <laughs> Everyone know, I, needs some laughs in that room. Good for you. 
you are, you can't be serious all the time. You got to have like a little fun and get everybody's day going. That's right. I like that a lot. All right, Titus, we are so looking forward to seeing what you do in year two. Best of luck. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. That's Titus Howard on the Deep Slant 101 presented by Xfinity. It really just seems like not that long ago that I sat down with Titus after the Texans drafted him back in, what, April, May of last year of 2019. And he was brand new, but, you know, still had that same relaxed, casual demeanor, just a really nice kid, very, um, very fun to catch up with. So very funny as well, according to Nick Martin. He likes to joke around, but, uh, you know, all those offensive linemen are so close. Can't wait to see how their chemistry looks in year two when the Texans open up the regular season at Kansas City. Cannot wait, cannot wait, cannot wait. But in the meantime, be sure to check out HoustonTexans.com for all of our news and our coverage because, you know, we are still covering all the big headlines leading into the regular season. And when the regular season starts, of course, the Deep Slant podcast will continue, of course. And we are excited to bring you a pregame show, much like Texans Training Camp Live, where Drew Doherty and I hosted uh, straight we, we we showed you a shot of the practice field and, and caught up with John Harris out on the field so we may do something similar for the regular season because John Harris will be out there traveling for games Drew and I will be holding it down in studio at home but you know what? you definitely don't want to miss that so be sure to sign up for the Houston Texans mobile app and like us on Facebook you'll get the notifications and you'll know exactly exactly when we go live so With that, that's going to do it for our podcast. Thank you so much for listening as always, and uh, go Texans.